Robots Radio presents Fresh Tomatoes, the movie podcast. Hey, I can look at myself naked. Are you stoned or something? They tried stoning me, my dear. It did not work. He likes to create his own sauce. Well, did you sleep with a man who also slept with mom and grandma Catherine? What? You slept with dad? All right. Which one of you sardines called this meat? Whatever, Major Loser. Let the party begin! Hello, and welcome to Fresh Tomatoes, the movie podcast mini-sodes. We talk movies that we are excited for, movies we're not so excited for, and what we are watching. That's Chad Echowitz. And that's Simone LaRue. So it started us off, Simone, what have you been watching this week? I kind of, I've watched a lot this week. Um, I finally watched Late Night. Tell me about it. So it is, it stars Emma Thompson and Mindy Colling. And it's about, like, Mindy Colling plays this woman who manages to become a writer on the late night show that Emma Thompson has been hosting for ages, but her show's gotten really stale and is losing viewers. Oh, yeah, yeah, And she just sort of injects new life. It's really charming. I love Mindy Colling. I think she's adorable Mm -hmm. and sassy and so smart and funny. So it's just like, and it's Emma Thompson being like a little self-deprecating and beautiful. Oh, lovely. Yeah, it's just, it's it's a really pleasant, like, it's not like going to win an Oscar or anything. But no. it's just a really pleasant, lovely watch. Great. I mean, I remember watching the trailer with this, and I think we did mention it on the yeah. minisodes. This was, that did look like a really fun movie and sort of like uplifting. And yeah. these two women from like different parts of their lives and things like coming together to yeah. like, you know, lift each other up, and it looked really fun. Yeah, no, it is. It's uh, I really yeah. recommend it if you want, like, just a little cheer-up movie. Oh, lovely. Yeah. Brilliant. Excellent. Um, this week, I watched Vivarium. Uh, does that <gasps> ring a bell it? to you? Weird. So <laughs> fucking weird. Like, the weirdest shit you have ever seen, but great. It is such a good movie like it's got like hints of comedy and then Mm -hmm. it turns dark very very quickly and it's just great it's it's so like self-contained and just weird and like i don't want to give anything away but jesse eisenberg is great in it the female protagonist is great in it like she's she's i think a relatively newcomer and yeah like well worth the watch because it is just fucking weird uh yeah check it out okay I mean, I, cause I was actually thinking of downloading it this week. I was like, hmm, maybe something to think about. Do it. Okay. Do it. I'm I'm dying to hear your thoughts on Vivarium. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, what else have you watched? On the other end of the scale, Chad, Mm -hmm. I watched Artemis Fowl. Talk to me about it. Well, you talked to me a bit about it during your angry watching of the film. So tell our listeners your thoughts. So it's worth noting that I was a huge fan of the books as a kid. I read them several times. I'm a huge fan of the books. So I've been waiting for an Artemis Fowl movie for more than Mm. 10 years. (laughs) Just for context. (laughs) Yeah, almost. Yeah. Yeah, almost 20 years even. Yeah, it's it's been a a hot minute. So, and that's also to say that they've had time to develop something mm-hmm. really good with the source material. This movie, it's like someone vaguely read the plot synopsis and went, yeah, we're not going to do that. And <laughs> like went a whole different route, didn't care about any of the characters, didn't really get what it was supposed to be, just wanted to add mm-hmm. in a bunch of CGI and 
you know, pointy ears and call it a day. And it was upsetting. I am I am genuinely sorry because, you know, I, I also read the books when I was a kid and oh, yeah. it, I, I, I loved those books and yeah. they just, they clearly ruined it. Yeah. No, they, they, <laughs> they don't, they didn't understand, I think, the stuff that made it interesting and great and cool. And they were just like, mm-hmm. oh, it's a magical adventure with a little Irish boy. So he must be charming and fun loving. Artemis is not supposed to be childish nor fun loving. Like that's his no, whole thing. No, he's a monster. Is that he's deeply traumatized and intellectualizes everything as a defense mechanism. And he's an asshole. You're not supposed to like him. No, no, he's a dick. And nope, nope, not in this book. Colin Farrell's in it as his dad. It's fine. Uh, it's just like they, <laughs> they take, so, you know, Butler, his bodyguard. Mm-hmm. So he's got a sister, Juliet, who's like a little younger than him, but she's like on her way to bodyguard training kind of thing. So instead of yeah. her being his sister, she's now his niece. <sighs> So that Artemis can have a fun female friend, and it's a bit of girl power and diversity, but she contributes nothing to the plot at all. And it's another one of those cases where they tell you a character is a genius, or they tell you a character is a martial arts expert, and the character spends that whole movie not being that. Jesus. That is exhausting. It is genuinely exhausting um i i I came across a a, uh, an interview with the director kenneth branner Uh um who was in a whole bunch of things that we we've seen uh murder on the orient express dunkirk um yeah yeah yeah. so so he he was just basically like we did make a lot of changes to the books and we can understand that people will be upset with our artistic domain, but we're just like, we're waiting for all the reviews to come in before we make comment. But there were some changes that we had to make. And it's just like, did you though? Did you? Yeah. Like some of it, like, you know, we've talked about this before with our book adaptation episode. Like obviously sometimes there are scenes you have to omit or characters or themes that you have Mm -hmm. to get rid of to make it fit into a movie format. And that's understandable. But, like, Mm -hmm. this was just a total, like, stripping away everything that made it unique and interesting and great. And it was just sad. It was, like, really sad and soulless. I'm really sorry that they they shed on your childhood. Yeah, they just set it right on fire. That sucks. That really does suck. It's fine. It's fine. Um, This week I watched Obsession. Mm. which is a weird little movie. I don't know when it came out, but uh, I just wanted to talk about it. It's uh, Beyonce Knowles. I don't know if you've ever heard of her. Uh-huh. And uh, yeah, yeah. and Idris Alba, which uh, we, we recently we covered the, okay. the great man himself in uh, a recent episode in Dark Towers, the Dark Towers episode. And basically it's like a story about how this uh, temp at Idris's work falls in love with him and she's like proper crazy sort of, you know, single white female vibes. Mm-hmm. And and she's just like obsessed with Idris Elba and like steals that kidnaps that kid and like all this kind of crazy crazy shit and it is fantastically just like tense and wonderful. Oh, it's good. The dial- yeah, yeah, it's actually quite good except for like the incredibly sexist dialogue. Yeah. It's it's very much one of those dialogues that's just like, oh, you know these women, you 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 love a little bit of tail and they actually use the word tail and shit like that in it. And it's just like mm, I'm going to have to look past this Does because this movie is actually in the quite 50s? fun. I think it's early to late 2000s, oh, which is okay, even so there's more really upsetting. no excuse. 
No, there is no excuse for that kind of dialogue. Um, but you know what? It was still a fun film. It was, you know, I hate films like that with, like, you know, crazy obsessive people and, and you know, delusional people like that. And it really freaks me out. But I really enjoyed this one. Okay. Um, yeah, worth checking out. Plus, Beyonce kicks ass, as I okay. think is written into all of her contracts when she does yeah. movies. Got it. Um, cool. But yeah, got to be cool. But yeah, I, I, I highly recommend Obsession if you can get past the dialogue. <laughs> um last thing is i finally checked out space force what did you think you know what i know it got like bad reviews and stuff but i genuinely have really enjoyed it so far right i think the dialogue i think it's actually a really well written show like yeah the characters are solid and i really love the concept of this poor guy that's been put in charge of a concept that is clearly a joke yeah and ill-advised and he just you know takes his job seriously and takes his country seriously and he just has to try and make it work and it is a mess like it's just it's just so much fun and it kind of like you know it's it's that whole vibe of like okay cool you're you're just following orders and you're clearly you know dumb for wanting to follow orders but like his heart is in the right place and he's like just proud to be an american and things like that and like that's the good kind of nationalism yeah (laughs) you know and and it's just it's just a sweet story it's lovely like i i know it got bad reviews but i genuinely think it's really sweet and i think steve carell gives an amazing Mm -hmm. performance um, mm-hmm. His little in the uh, pilot episode where he does his little dance, yeah. to the song to de-stress like that was just yeah. a lovely, beautifully shot, beautifully performed moment to a jam of a song. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's great. It's, it was um, Pokemo, Bermuda, Bahamas. Ooh, I it's so it's such a and he's such a good dad. Like he yeah. is the like quintessential dad, which yeah. is so cute. Yeah. No, I love it. I love that show. How, like, have you finished the season yet? No, or are you not still, yet. Like, not yet. Getting your way through it. Um, but okay. I'm very much enjoying it. Awesome. Um, I started watching Thirty Rock. I'm only mentioning it because we watch it all yeah. the time. But I'm like, after your mention of it last week, I downloaded all six seasons. And seven. Jesus, there are so much. Oh, seven seasons. I but I like. <laughs> there's so much I forgot. Like yeah. Muffin Top. Fuck me. I forgot Muffin Top, <laughs> and that just makes my day. Get your whole fat. Get your whole fat. Get I just want to dance. <laughs> I'm an independent lady. <laughs> uh, yeah, this is what happens, and this is why we can't talk about 30 Rock, because we just devolve into silent cry laughing, and it's no good for podcasting. <laughs> on second, like, on watching it again, I really, I also realized how underrated Tracy Morgan is. Right? Like, you just think he's a dumbass, but he, you know what? He's fucking fun. Some of his little zingers are, like, so subtle, and you're just like, oh my god, he he said that. It's great. Like, I was watching season one, like, I'm still in season one, (laughs) and when he goes, Carl Robe, and he's like, that's funny. That is actually really funny. (laughs) When the guy says, oh, uh, I'm doing good, and he's like, Superman does good. You're doing well. Yeah, unbelievable. Okay, cool. All right, we're going to move on, otherwise we're going to be here forever just quoting 30 Rock. Okay, trailers. What have you seen this week? What are you excited for? So, I'm sure you saw the trailer for Palm Springs. Didn't, actually. I kind of avoided that one. Talk to me through it. what? It looks really fun. It's Andy Samberg. Mm -hmm. It's like a weird, it looks like a little unorthodox rom-com where these these two people get stuck in a time loop. 
Hmm. So they relive the same day every like over and over again. And it's just them like trying okay. to deal with it, like trying to mix it up, try to do different stuff and like bonding. And it looks kind of cute and fun and weird. Okay. Ex- that's really interesting. We love hmm. our Groundhog Day films. Yeah. So that should be fun. Oh, lovely. Brilliant. Um, assuming you saw the trailer for The Sunlit Night. Um, yes. Very excited for that. Yes. Yeah, so for those of you who haven't seen the trailer for it, so basically, American woman, she's a terrible painter, apparently. Jenny Slate! And she... Jenny Slate, she's so funny. I absolutely her. love her as a character. Um, and she basically finds a job in the Netherlands painting a barn Norway. yellow. Sorry, Norway. Um, painting a barn yellow. And it's like all the adventures that she gets into there. And like, Zach Galifianakis is in yeah. this. And it just, it looks heartwarming and funny. It looks and wonderful. Yeah, I think it's going to be a great film. Mm. Um, yeah, and it, what, what others do you want to mention? Uh, the Rental. Yes, yes, big time. Yeah, looks like your standard kind of spooky movie. This, these two couples decide to rent a lovely little beach home uh, for the weekend or whatever, and uh, shit gets crazy. Yeah, it looks really, really intense. Starring a blonde Alison Brie, which that's it's not even fair. You know what? Like, look, she's the future Mrs. Alison Eckovitz, and I love her. <laughs> so, so you know, personal attachment to this film. Um, you know, I love her so much. And with blonde hair, it's just like, is there anything this woman cannot do? Oh my god, she's a gorgeous blonde, she's a gorgeous brunette, how dare she? (laughs) How dare she? How very dare she. And speaking about that, final trailer from my side is Looks That Kill. Ooh, yes. Did you see the trailer for this one? Yes, Yes, I did. So, this is one of those films where I thought about, like, just from the, tra- the the title of the film, it's one of those films that if I had to describe it to you and you came up with a plot, yeah. you would actually come up with the genuine plot that this film <laughs> is based on. Yeah. Um, because it is so very obvious in the fact that, for those of you who haven't seen the trailer, uh, it's a kid who was born with a weird uh, sort of defect, quote-unquote defect, where his face is so beautiful and perfect that <laughs> anyone who looks upon his face, they immediately die. And it's just his journey through life and, like, finding love when no one can actually look at his face. Yeah. And it's delightful. Yeah, it looks really cute and weird uh, and funny. I'm I'm very keen to see it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Should be interesting. Is there any others that you want to mention? Mm, no. Excellent. Well, guys, thank you so much for listening. We really appreciate you tuning in every week to these mini-sodes. And we hope there are movies out there that we haven't mentioned that you think are going to be great. And if you do think there are movies that we haven't mentioned that are going to be great, or even movies that you think we are going to have to cover on the main episodes, why not write in? Why not tell us all about this? Uh, We're dying to hear your thoughts and and feelings on Mm -hmm. different things. And where can they do that, Simone? They can talk to us on Facebook or Instagram at Fresh Tomatoes Podcast, on Twitter at Fresh Tomatoes MP. They can email us at Fresh Tomatoes Podcast at gmail.com. Boom, boom. And I'm going to try a bit of reverse psychology here. In fact, I'm going to ask you not to write us <laughs> reviews and, and ratings. Don't do it. Don't waste your time. You know what? Yeah, Go guys, do please respect else. Go... our privacy. Yeah, you know, maybe, maybe that will help us get more ratings and reviews. <laughs> so just don't do it. Leave us alone, you weirdos. Um, but as we do say at the end of every episode, we love you and there's nothing you can do about it. We love you and there's nothing you can do about it. Goodbye! You've been listening to a Robots Radio podcast. Smart shows for interesting people. Check out all the shows at robotsradio.net.